0: What's up, work? What do you do A <laughs> devastation invades If you know life? the truth, it'll make you free. How yeah. do you move on when one free, day your life is free fine? Indeed. In 24 hours, everything has drastically changed. As difficult as it may be, we must if evaluate what is lost and walking what is easy. Trapped, trapped in the bondage
1: of what you used to yeah. In the sign of God, there is liberty. You can be free. From the past and the pain
0: Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. It's Pastor Free, and listen, I'm mega excited that you're locked in to another Free Indeed Friday. Please be sure to share with your friends and your family. Get them logged onto the podcast, and all y'all gonna fool around and get a blessing. Listen, there's a word designed for you that very well might set you free. You look so much better when you smile. Let me see if I can help you just a little bit. This joke is called Forgiveness of Sin. A Sunday school teacher had just concluded her lesson and wanted to make sure she had made her point. She said, Can anyone tell me what you must do before you can obtain forgiveness of sin? There was a short pause, and then from the back of the room, a small boy spoke up. Uh, duh, sin. <laughs> People, a dope tune to change your whole day, and that's what I'm trying to do. Let me play this for you real quick. I
1: gotta keep my eyes on, eyes on, the prize. on the prize. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I hear there's a city, city, city. Called heaven, and everything is seventy three degrees. So I- Gave up today. Tired of things not going my way. Then I heard the father say, You'll get a reward one day. Someday. I hear there's a city, a beautiful city city called heaven, and everything's perfect. Yeah. City, city called heaven, they say there's no more cries. Goodbye, yes. I keep my eyes on the prize, obstacles, hurdles in my way. Why can't this life be safe? But I believe the prize is worth it. That's why I gotta go get it Get it I gotta keep my focus Cause the enemy The enemy wants yeah, me to Retreat And yeah. when I feels hopeless I'll stay focused On what's ahead of me I gotta keep my focus Gotta stay focused on you me too, but he and I go in, and when, when his life feels hopeless, I stay focused, what he has for me, I see Jesus, it'll all be worthwhile, it'll be worthwhile, every ounce to go, every test, and yeah, every heartache, and every try when I see, Jesus, nice. I see Jesus Jesus so said the one who died for it me It will be a while All of my trouble will be over Every heartache Every trial will be passed Can't wait for the day I'm gonna feast on milk Now I see Jesus uh, And it will always be It will be worth a while Never a second back Street.
0: Y'all already know how sometimes what I post up will blow up. Let's look at some free on Facebook. All right, so check it. I'm about to hit you with another segment of free on Facebook. Yeah. I want to thank you for tuning in again thank this you very week. Much. Last week, we were tremendously blessed to have in studio my brother, Pastor JJ Richter III. We're going to try to do that every fourth episode, but this week, your boy's back to rocking it solo, solo dolo. And I pray that this segment be a blessing to you. So on May the 3rd, 2017, I posted, been trying to process out a revelation and or moment in my life. I'm noticing that the older I get, the less I am willing to fight for anything. Hmm. Relationships, progress, making my point, clarity, etc. I don't know if this is good or bad. Anyone who knows me knows I used to love to fight. Now I tap out so easily. My question is, is this an aging thing or is it because of how weary I am? Should I embrace this change or seek to recover my fight? So I remember exactly where I was at that particular point in my life. But let's backtrack real quick. Ever since I was knee-high to a duck, knee-high to a grasshopper, (laughs) I used to love a good debate, a good argument. You present your perspective, I present mine. If we disagree, it's on and popping. I want to unpack why I'm right and why you are wrong. That's just been a part of who I am for a long time. But at that particular time in my life, I kind of was drained and feeling overwhelmed and really just felt like I had lost my fight. Uh, Our church had just gone through a major building campaign and then a victory. We moved into our new property and I think all of the energy that it took to go through that transition and to lead people through that just kind of wiped me out. 2017 uh, was a pretty difficult year, but I found myself just kind of giving in and giving up a lot of times. People would challenge me and I'd just be like, "All right." It is what it is. Issues that I was having in personal life and family. I kind of was just not really giving my full self and my full attention to it. At the time, I was contemplating whether or not this was something that came along with maturity or whether the enemy had me up against the ropes. Of course, people had their varied opinions. Some people were saying, this is growth and wisdom. Embrace it and go with it. While other people were saying, nah, Pastor Free, get up off the canvas and fight. And of course, through their comments and through prayer and through the evolution of seasons, I've kind of come to some conclusions and the chief conclusion is this. The struggle is real. That's what I want to talk about today. For those of you who know what it's like to be in that headspace, wondering if I should continue to exert effort to try to deal with these challenges or whether I should just give up and let life be what it is. Listen, I feel you and i understand the, the struggle, struggle is, real. is real let me share with you a couple of things that i learned during that season the first nugget i had to come to grips with is everything, everything isn't is not worth, worth my, my energy life everything that I'm confronted with, everything that I experience in life simply does not deserve my energy. It doesn't deserve my focus, nope. my brain power, uh-uh. my money, uh-uh. my blood, my sweat, my tears. And None sometimes people will present you with things and cause you to think that they're worth your energy when they're really not. God slapped me around and told me if I give too much of myself to insignificant battles, I won't have anything left for worthy wars. Talk- That's good huh? enough to repeat. Let me say it again. If I give too much of myself to insignificant battles, I won't have anything left for worthy wars. My At the Lord. end of the day, you've got to calculate. You've got to count up the cost and see which things are really worthy of a fight and which things you should ignore, which things you should leave for somebody else to be troubled with, which things are simply not even worth your attention. And God had to drill it in my head that everything isn't worth my energy. Energy. There are some naysayers, there are some detractors, there are some haters that will try to exhaust you and distract you from what your goal and your purpose is, but you've got to put blinders on sometimes, and remember, everything simply ain't worth my energy. Amen. Listen, the second thing that God impressed upon my spirit, and it's closely related to the first point, but it digs a little deeper. Listen. Wisdom decides decides which crosses are worth dying on. Let me say that one more time wisdom decides which crosses are worth dying on. It's immaturity that tries to fight every battle and has to win every argument because the truth of the matter is every struggle will cost you something. I need you to hear me real good. You've got to decide which crosses are worth dying on because every struggle you engage is going to cost you something. It may cost you money. It may cost you friends. It may cost you sleep or sanity. It may cost you some support and some instances, oh, it'll it. even cost you family. So you must evaluate which struggles are worth a loss. Will you lose more than you gain by fighting this war? Will it cause your witness to be tarnished? Will other people who are innocent bystanders end up being affected Think by it? it? Now don't get me wrong, I said wisdom decides which crosses are worth dying on because some things are We're worth fighting, fighting for. for. Well, what should I fight for, Pastor Free? I'm glad you asked asking, folks. Righteousness is a worthy fight. Fighting for the poor, the helpless, and those who cannot stand up for themselves, like children, that's a worthy fight. If God has ordained your marriage, your marriage is worth fighting for. Civil rights for individuals, those are things that are worth fighting for. I'm not saying lay down and let the world just go to hell in a handbasket, but I am saying be wise in the battles you choose. Be wise in the crosses you die on. Be wise in the equity you spend in the fights and the struggles you undertake. The third thing, those Those who who easily walk walk away were just not fit to stay. stay. So, this third principle has more to do with individuals who walk out of your life, Uh, those who you've got to determine whether or not I'm going to fight to keep a relationship that is dissolving, or whether or not I'm going to do what Usher said and let it burn. Believe me, family, I know the pain and disappointment of watching relationships you thought would last a lifetime dissolve before your very eyes. Many of us know the pain of thinking that a person had our back, that we could trust them and... never imagined our lives without them and now having to live in the reality that they are no longer a part of our team, no longer married to us, no longer supporting your work, when at one point they were literally your biggest supporters. The most frustrating part I know is when you consider all that you invested in people, all of your time, all of your help, all of your thoughts, all of your prayers, only for them to turn their backs on you and walk. Walk away. Because you love them so deeply, the temptation is for you to fight for the relationship, to try to prove to them you're still valuable, to try to keep them in your corner. But the reality is this, they were either going to leave you now or later. But now is the better option. I I tell people all the time, if you have any intention of deserting me, please do it now. Don't allow me to take you to another level or to let you deeper in if all you will do is betray me and turn away. Jesus dealt with this in John chapter 6 when he started talking about the crowd having to eat his flesh. He literally watched those who had been following him and benefiting from his miracles turn their backs and walk away. He looked at his disciples and he asked them, are you going to leave me too? Jesus literally had to deal with the hurt, frustration, and reality that some people who had been with him for a moment would not be with him always. Let me move to the last point and I'll let you go. The fourth thing that I've learned in this season concerning whether to fight or not to fight is this. Some people are simply not in the place to receive your perspective. Sometimes we're fighting and going back and forth with individuals in hopes that they'll get it, but at this particular juncture in their lives, they will never get it. Think about what you had to go through to get your perspective. The lessons, the hardships, the heartbreaks, and it took all of that for you to understand. So why are you going back and forth with an individual that hasn't lived through what you've lived through, trying to get them to see what it took you a long time to see? Here it is. I've learned at this juncture in my life that all I can do is plant seeds. The Holy Spirit has to water. Life experiences have to develop perspective. And so if I'm arguing till I'm blue in the face with a person who is simply not ready to receive the truth that I'm trying to convey, I'm doing what Jesus said not to do in Matthew chapter 7, throwing pearls to swine. That image is simply this. Swine cannot appreciate pearls. They have no value system for pearls. And sometimes what we do when we have been enlightened with the truth, when we've lived through experiences, we're trying to explain things of great value to people who are simply not ready to handle valuable things. That's like giving the car keys to a 10-year-old or a cell phone to the toddler. It's like talking to a brick wall or better yet, trying to drive a car that has no engine in it. You ain't getting nowhere. Now your blood pressure Your hair's up, your hair's falling out, you're taking it out on innocent people and cussing out the preacher, all because the pigs don't know what to do with your pearls. You've got to understand this principle. If Satan can get you distracted by arguing back and forth with people who are not ready to receive, he can keep you from doing the work that God has assigned to your hands right now. It's a calculated strategy, a smoke screen, a way to keep you preoccupied from getting to your purpose. By the time you finish your pitch, trying to sell pearls to pigs, you're too tired to actually do the vision. You're worn down, depleted, discouraged, and feeling defeated. Bars. And now what you set out to do is sitting on the shelf until you can reset and gain strength to try again. Do yourself a favor, slow your roll, and ask God for guidance and direction I promise he will show you that some individuals, you should just stop wasting your breath. They may be more carnal than spiritual, or it may just be a matter of time. Give the Holy Spirit time to do his work. All of what I'm saying requires a life saturated in the spirit and coated in prayer. So when you find yourself exhausted and not willing to fight in certain seasons, I feel you. The struggle is real. But please don't let the enemy wear you down to the point where you miss out on what the master may be trying to do in your life. Everything is not worth fighting for. Everything is not an earring removal, pull the Vaseline out the bag, put on the Nikes type of thing. (laughs) Know when to chillax and allow the spirit of God to work on the hearts and minds of people. But remain sensitive to his leading because some things are worth the fight. I think what I learned the most out of that season was when you are depleted emotionally, spiritually, and physically, it's hard to know the right thing to do. So I encourage you, friend, take care of yourself. Give time to make sure that you are restored, energized, and vigilant whenever life circumstances present themselves so that you know whether this is a moment to fight Or time to just let it be what it's going to be. Whether or not the casualties of this particular fight are worth it at all. Whether what I'm fighting for is truly a worthy cause. (laughs) And whether who I'm fighting is a worthy opponent. Whether the relationship that I'm fighting for has truly run its course. Or whether the only way to truly obtain peace is to just let it be. Because the struggle (laughs) is real. On Free and Fridays, I try to expose you to some dope music that maybe you've never heard before. In the words of Eric Bellinger, this gonna be your favorite song. <laughs>
2: Started off as a youngster, 3006 6 Rocco, her mama taught me best, but my uncle showed the hustle, see I'm smarter than the average, learned game from the savage, now I guess that's why my mind, straight on the cabbage, rumble in the jungle, young man, that's what they told me, never knew my father stole the statistics, said I was hopeless, yeah, always had a dream, something like I'm all age. wanted to be king, but first I of his be taking baby steps on the ride of success, and understand I got some haters, yeah, they never do rest, they gon' talk, they gon' lie, they gon' stab you in the eye, every time you get closer, they gon' multiply, up on my smash, smash mode. mode, see I'm blessed just to have no So now what I'm you playing. know about
3: the struggle, struggle Been through the rubble, came from the bottom of the burn So what you know about the struggle, struggle Headed down the road, and everybody say you can't go So what you know about the struggle, struggle Ride to the top, while
2: everybody doing a roadblock What you know about the struggle, struggle Say so what you know about the struggle, struggle the hood, yeah, I knew I had to go, 17 years old, first tour on the road, thinking what I did he while I'm dipping yeah. through the cities, trying to make a name for myself but like this, See my lord, he's supreme, even if I had a team, got screwed it. a couple of times by some guys that, that were schemes, chasing in the fame, never championed the ring, guess they had a little coke. he said, F the still I'm ten toes, standing like a tree, I was playing, and messed around and had a scene, now I'm living life stranded, working on the five for a check, paying bills, every time I sign up, I my team, I'm killed, yeah, my life only beats me. ain't got a ass that hey, you know i'm in the streets man so all i know is live life in survival mode and please believe it taught me how to so be strong. struggle struggle been yeah. through the rubble came yeah, from came the boom, bottom the burn. so what you know
3: about the struggle struggle headed down the road everybody say you can't go what you know about the struggle struggle ride to the top, to the top. while everybody throwing roadblock what you know about the
2: struggle struggle So what you know about the struggle struggle as a grown man, I learned we all stand alone, man. I put my face up to the sky, I carry on in. Role man, but my network never grow, man. I got the type of boss, you know strong, man. Yeah, I do it for the people, so they can see somebody made it out of just the equal. With a food stamp, or a section 8, or a collection plate, I'll be the light to the darkness illuminate. So why? I hate, I'm just doing what I'm doing. My gifts and my talents made room no, I'm for ruin. Huh. What you thought you had planned. I took a step back and now I'm high in demand. like blowing. Cause I hit you with a sweeper. But I ain't got to teach you to beat you. I paid my dues and now a life that I live is cool, I can guarantee a to struggle too. So what you know about it? Struggle, struggle. Been through the rubble.
3: Came from the bottom of the burn. So what you know? So struggle? Struggle, headed down the road everybody say you can't go. So what you know about struggle? ride to the top while everybody roll back. What you know about the struggle? Struggle, so what you know about the struggle? Struggle. So what you know about the struggle? Struggle, through the rubble, came from the bottom but the bird. So what you know about the struggle? Struggle, headed down the road and everybody you say you can't go. So what you me? know about struggle, the struggle? Like, struggle, ride right to the top while everybody roll black. Struggle,
2: Struggle. say what you know about struggle. Struggle. What do you know? It's Cali one time, man. I done been there too.
0: Check it. That was my brother from another mother, Cali holding down the houston area if you want more dope music from cali you can find them on itunes and soundcloud support 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 what's up world today god told me to tell you to embrace the struggle perhaps the most challenging part of this human life is enduring seasons of struggle all of us are all too acquainted with struggling the physical toll and mental anguish of sickness, the frustration of financial stress, the hurt and pain of relationship issues, the emotional drain of encountering obstacle after obstacle, and that point where your faith is tested and it's hard to believe God because you receive so many no's. Yet, when we are spiritually mature, we learn to embrace the struggle. Struggle is never comfortable, but it is always necessary. You see, the enemy wants you to think the struggle is to devastate you when it is really designed to develop you. Oh my God. When you honestly look back over your life, your evolution and growth were a direct result of your seasons of struggle. Because of the discomfort and uncertainty of these life seasons, the temptation is to want to hurry up and come out. However, just as in the birth of a child, premature delivery will... Mean premature development. I think I'll say it again. Premature delivery will mean premature development. There's a story about a man who found an emperor moth lying on the ground, struggling to get out of his cocoon. Moved with compassion for the creature, he went and got some scissors and cut him out of his cocoon. His plan was to put him in a jar with holes poked in the top so that he could breathe until the moth was ready to fly. He watched watched him for days and even weeks and noticed that the moth got bigger but continued to have small ugly wings. Concerned about this, he went and did some research only to discover that it is the process of struggling to get out of the cocoon that develops the wings. By trying to rush him out of his struggle, he literally destroyed his destiny. Friends, God loves us way too much to do that to us. So embrace the struggle. Listen friends, if you've been blessed by this podcast you need to make your way over to our website www.free the letter N On our site you can find everything from movies to live recordings and studio records. Uh, Also my first book God Wants Me. You can follow us on all social media outlets that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Our handle is at Free, the letter N, D, M-I-N. Please believe we got some amazing things in store, and you don't want to miss one moment of it. So go ahead and follow us. Like, do it, like, right now. Like, go check it out. Like, 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 right now, right now. Let the church Say amen. <laughs> nah, I'm just messing with you. Anyway, unfortunately, it's time for me to sign off this podcast. I trust it's been a blessing to you. Remember, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Till next time, live life abundantly. Hallelujah.